Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. I think my search for silverware is going to continue for another season. This is the MLS UK Show. Hello, welcome along to the MLS UK show. My name's Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Here's what we've got for you. Season 2, episode 21 of the MLS UK show. We'll kick off as always with the game with the changing name. We'll give you the career path of a mystery player. You've just got to work out who it is. We've got a recap on what happened last weekend. All the playoff places was basically decided before decision day. There's a few... Up for grabs in the West. We'll get into that very soon. Um, also, I've just I've got horrendous guilt from something I've just bought, and I think we need to start with this because I need to get it off my chest. Loads more as well. We're hanging out with uh, James from DC United Kingdom, uh, and we need to talk five things that we may have missed in MLS. Shall we do it? Let's do it. Leg out. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Also, if that's not enough, uh, we have a special guest doing my predictions this week. It's someone who the fans of the show have been clamouring, have been tweeting us to try and get back on the show. They're going to be on at the end. Yeah, we're trying to get her verified on Twitter at the minute. Um, so uh, I've got that, got that morning after guilt, apart from it's something that happened about... 40 minutes ago. Hmm. Well, before you told me, I would have said, oh, yeah, you did text me some things that you shouldn't have texted me after Orlando finally were uh, eliminated. But no, it's not to do with that. Uh, it is Orlando related. And, I'm, oh, mate, I'm going to be honest with you. We've been talking for ages, like, since I bought my house, um, moved in in December, and it's been like a slow process. The actual house is almost finished now. Hmm. Um, so now I'm moving on to thinking about, after my wedding, thinking about the garage, which is going to be turned into... Our studio, basically. So it's going to be an MLS man cave. And um, I've had my eye on a few things. Just trying to get something from every club, basically, to, to decorate the studio. But I thought, oh, the Orlando thing needs to be really special. Right. So I've been looking and looking and looking, and I've had my eye on this particular thing for ages. It was on eBay, and it went on in October last year. So it's been there for a year. And no... <laughs> No one's been stupid enough to buy it. You've not told me what this is. I dread to think what this is. Well, I think we'll play a game because I think you should try and guess. But judging by... You can tell from my reaction that I've spent way more than is acceptable. I've just got a mortgage. I've got a wedding to save for. Like I'm instantly trying to think how I'm going to spin this to my fiancé. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you told Bryony? Absolutely not. Not told Bryony, right. So it's going in the garage. Yeah. 
Hopefully she'll never see it. <laughs> I might just put it straight in there. <laughs> right. Um, okay, Orlando City related. Is it something from the stadium? Uh, no. Is it something from the last stadium? No. Okay. How big is it? Um, it's hard to describe on in audio terms. Um, from my shoulders to my waist. Right, okay. So what are you, like 5 foot 11, 5 foot 10, mm-hmm. 6 foot, something like that? Right, okay. So... That's pretty big then. You're talking a good what, two foot there, two and a half foot. So, hmm. Bit weird, he's staring at my chest now. How, how wide is it? Um, I, it would, it would fit in between. I'm just going to tell you. Okay, it's a jersey. <laughs> right. Okay. It, it would fit in between. I was like, oh, I don't want to know. Uh, okay, so it's a jersey. So it's an Orlando City jersey. Is that right? Yeah. Is it a an old Orlando City jersey? Yeah. Is it a match-worn Orlando City jersey? It's not match-worn, it's pristine. It's pristine. Has it been signed? It's been signed. Okay, by one player or more than one? Just one player. Trust me, it's all it needs. It's not Chris Mueller, is it? <laughs> that would be incredible, but no. Kaka. It's Kaka. So you've bought a Kaka signed... Orlando City jersey. It's the white away jersey. And that's been on for over a year? Well, yeah, but... Really? Well, yeah, but if you knew how much it was, you'd... Oh, right. uh, wow, so that's going to go up in your garage. Um, do you know, like, I put it on our Orlando City UK group and everyone's gone absolutely berserk over it. Like, everyone's gone crazy. Which And I was, like, buzzing and now it's now it's hit me. I so was like, have they gone crazy over the price or what it is? Bit of both, <laughs> um, be honest with you. Well, good luck telling Bryony about that. I would bring a signed Atlanta United jersey, but you uh, you failed in your mission to get Almer on to sign it. Well, on that, me. on that, and I'm going to get absolutely lynched for this, right? Yeah. But I'm trying to get something from every club. So I did look at Atlanta because I wanted to get something special for Orlando and Atlanta because there are teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, very difficult for an Orlando fan. Um, and now, do you know, like, the way cookies work online? Yeah. I'm now getting, like, loads of Atlanta stuff, which is really annoying. <laughs> But there is an Almiron King Peach signed jersey. That'd it's not. Good. It's not expensive either. That'd You'll have good. to talk me out of that one, or you can buy it. <laughs> well, uh, no, I. You know what? I don't know how much it was. I'm not your fiance, so I'm happy with it. And uh, put it this way, it would have paid my mortgage quite comfortably this month. So, uh... and our alternative was the Orlando Pride cups that I brought you <laughs> back from Orlando City. So, well. When we move into the new studio, when we get kicked out of this one, which uh, maybe for next season, we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, that'll be, yeah, that'll be exciting to uh, to see that if I ever need to blow my nose or... <laughs> Come on, the guy's a Ballon d'Or winner. You can't start throwing shade. Well, he was good when he was in Europe. Anyway, let's get started with the podcast. It's the game with a changing name. You've got a player. Mm. They keep coming to me at the minute. I'm, uh, I'm on a bit of form. Uh, during the week, I thought of two hmm. and I was like oh they're really good and they were really good I remember being excited about it can't remember who they were <laughs> I was driving at the time so I couldn't like write it down or anything um, and the one I've got today is not one of those two but right. we roll anyway started their career at Chelsea in 2006 okay now like most youngsters at Chelsea uh, until this season he uh, only played four times yeah. between 2006 and 2011 ah right okay in that time, he was sent on loan to QPR. He was there for two years. He made 58 appearances. Uh, and he went to Wolves for a couple of years as well. Actually, three years. And made 56 appearances. Right. He then moved to Hamburg SV. Okay. 2011 to 2014. Made 50 appearances. Then played in the championship for Nottingham Forest. Right. Yeah? Okay, yeah. Got it? Yeah, yeah. Now plays in MLS, but who is it? Is it a team that has made the playoffs? Yes. So, at MLS UK Show, thanks for that. <laughs> Tweet us if you know. Tell us where you're up to in the podcast when you figure it out. Uh, you you can also uh, go go back to during Elliot saying that to uh, screenshot that and tell us that you got it after, what, the first two or three teams? I must admit, I got it after Hamburg, but... Um, yeah, but this is coming from you, who struggled last week with Bakary Sanya. Yeah, because I thought it was Gail Cliche. Yeah, who's never played enough. <laughs> well, I'm back now. I've been back for a week, so... And he's my, also a left-back. My mind's working now. 
uh, yeah, get in touch if you think you know. We will, will reveal all at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Now, uh, let's move on to playoffs. There's one week left of the regular season for every team in the East that hasn't made the playoffs. It's... Uh... Not really that important because there's no <laughs> spots up for grabs. So we'll start in the East because that is dead simple, okay? Um, yes. So the Revs took the last playoff spot. New England Revolution have the uh, final playoff spot available in the East. No one else can make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so currently, order TBC, but your top four, New York City FC, uh, Atlanta United, Philadelphia Union, and DC United, they are currently getting home ties in the playoffs because they're in that top four. Um, DC United need to win to secure theirs, though. Then you've got Red Bulls, Toronto, and New England in those other spaces. So that's it. It's those seven. Mm-hmm. They are your seven in the East. New England did what they had to do, and uh, and it, it then didn't matter. It didn't go to what Orlando were up to, thank God, or what Montreal were up to, or Chicago, um, because New England did the job finally, finally secured it. It's been available for such a long time. Yeah. Um, so that's your seven in the East. And of course, in the West, LAFC have lifted the supporters' shield. We've, uh, it's unreal. Like It was so early on that they basically clinched, clinched that. Yeah. Um, I mean, LAFC, the, just to show how impressive they've been this season, going into the last game, they, there's so many records that they could break. Yeah. Of course, they've got the points record, which... Uh, seems to be being broken every season uh, in the last few years. Carlos Vela needs a goal to break Martinez's record from last year uh, and put him out on his own it, just in the regular season. They've got the good, the goal scored record as well that they can get. I think if they need to score three yeah. or four goals, it, they've just been that impressive. And we'll go on to who's made the playoffs in the West in a moment. Mm-hmm. But which games did you watch? Uh, Shame, shamefully I had um, well not shamefully but I had quite a few games on at once just because the implications in the East were quite interesting now mm. Orlando realistically were never going to make it no. um, however I had Orlando Cincy on I also had the New England game on uh, and I had who was playing New England? New York City yeah, so then I had the Toronto game on as well. So it was all like I had all these screens with yeah. everything and all that mattered really was New England Revolution 1. And, <laughs> and what about in the West? Uh, I just watched LAFC because I just love watching them play. Yeah, well, this is the thing. In in England on Sky Sports, I just watched the Sky Sports games. Atlanta had already started themselves out so, yeah. and they were showing the goals anyway when they eventually started going in <laughs> in the second half. Uh, but I watched DC and then I watched LAFC and the performance in the first half for LAFC because I, I was intrigued to watch them because I thought, well, have they, have they took the foot off the gas? What are they going to do? The first half performance was so dominant. Mm. I don't know how they didn't score. Yeah, and we've seen that a lot and then sometimes that's when they've gone on to lose 1-0. Like mm. the Colorado game, completely against the run of play and this is where they may struggle in the playoffs is that you can just you can pick them off in kind of like a real giant killing way mm. one counter attack if you can keep it tight can can kill them off um but supporters shield champions and de- deservedly so they're oh, yeah. gonna they're gonna break all all of the records that you that you mentioned probably with ease i'd imagine <laughs> also confirmed um to have a playoff spot in the west is minnesota uh seattle sounders and la galaxy and rsl as well yeah, RSL, um, a nice last home game for them. Of course, Nick Ramondo. We've got a little Nick Ramondo story in five things later on. Uh, it was nice for him to win his last game. And uh, there's now two spots up for grabs. So it's Portland, FC Dallas, San Jose. Uh, Colorado can still get in. It's a, it's a long shot for them, but they're, they're not eliminated just yet. Last week on the podcast, we said we kind of agreed we were putting San Jose and Colorado under that line. Yeah. Obviously, as the games have have happened since then, it they have they're now under the line going into the last game. Do you still stand by that? Yeah, I mean it's Portland's to lose, isn't it? Hmm. Um, to be fair, I've I've got the implications. Do you want Do you want how it's going to go down? Please, because there's that much going on. But yeah, we need uh, this. Is the only things really the main thing on decision day? There's places in the top four and whatever, but this is the the main thing we're going to look at. So. What can happen? So uh, Portland are Portland are your faves because they just need to win or draw against San Jose. That's like simple. Let's try and keep it simple. They win or draw against San Jose. That's it. Um, or if Dallas lose or draw against Sporting Kansas City, Portland will make the playoffs uh, by default. Uh, Dallas, 
going on to them. Uh, if they win versus SKC, they are into the playoffs. Or they could tie against Sporting Kansas City and San Jose could lose or tie against Portland and they will be in. Or for Dallas, there's quite a few possibilities. If San Jose lose against Portland and Colorado lose or tie against LAFC, they will also qualify for the playoffs. San Jose is where it gets complicated, I'll be honest with you. Theirs is a bit of a stretch. A bit like Orlando's the other day where you're like, well, it could happen, technically. Uh, So if they win against Portland, they will make the playoffs. That's a tough ask. Or they could draw against Portland. And if Dallas lose and Colorado lose or tie, then they are in. Or if San Jose draw and Dallas lose and Colorado win by one goal only... (laughs) They are in. So it's definitely looking like Portland's to lose, I think, is the is <laughs> yeah. the easy way to look at this. But if Portland lose to San Jose, San Jose are in. Like, it's, it's wide open here. It is. And as we saw last weekend, anything can happen. I mean, you just have to look at the LA Galaxy defeat to Vancouver. You know, you can, you can look at that as an example that anything can happen. It would not be a surprise if Portland messed this up. No, even though you would expect Portland to be in the playoffs and you think you've got, they've got enough to get over the line. You know, this is MLS. Well, it? look at it this way. If you're San Jose, go and win the game. That's it. That's all it's not, it's not yeah. stranger things have happened than that. It's, yeah. It really is wide open. So it's going to be all eyes on the West. I will just purely be watching... Western games, I think, because this is where it's at this weekend. This is where the drama is. It is. Uh, Now, one of the other things, arguably more important on Decision Day, is where the MLS Mm. UK show unofficial title will end up. So, we knew before the last podcast that Toronto had it. Yeah. They've only played one game since. They drew against Chicago Fire. By the way, it seemed a bit of a party about going out at... uh, at Bridgeview, so, um, you know, they've got a lot to look forward to, so that was good to see. But Toronto drew, so they kept the title, so it goes into their last game. They're at home to Columbus Crew, and uh, we've got now a situation where if Toronto win or draw, they're taking it into the playoffs, and because draws mean nothing for the MLS UK <laughs> your unofficial title in the playoffs, so if you lose on penalties, you lose the title, it will go to the MLS Cup final. However, if... Columbus crew beat Toronto. They're not in the playoffs. They will have the title <laughs> over the break going into next season and they will be our unofficial champions going into next season. So there's a lot riding on this game. That so sums up the logic of this podcast that somebody who who is our unofficial champions didn't even qualify for the playoffs <laughs> and only didn't finish bottom because Cincinnati is so tragic. Uh, well, at the moment, Cincinnati. And who's in 11th? Orlando are that tragic. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's gonna that we'll be keeping our eye on that one this weekend. So we'll see uh, where the unofficial title is going. This is something we started. If you just join in the podcast, we started at the start of this season. Atlanta were reigning MLS Cup champions, and like in boxing, you fight, you put the title on the line. Atlanta lost, and then we followed it down the chain, and now it's going into the last game: Toronto v Columbus. It's got to go to the final, surely. Well, we'd like to think so, but we'll see. <laughs> Just rounding up as well the uh, the weekend in MLS, predictions. We do predictions at the end of every show for mm. the next weekend. And uh, you are in the lead. Last weekend, we actually drew. We got 15 points each. <laughs> we were very poor. <laughs> to be fair, weekend. though, the results were like ridiculous. They were, yeah. And I would have won if it wasn't for Seattle scoring in the last minute because I said that would be 0-0. I arranged that. <laughs> uh, so you're winning 8-4 as we go into the playoffs. Sorry, just I haven't I haven't had to say this in a while, so can I just go on? Get say. him! Yes! Uh, so oh, I'd almost forgotten how to say it. <laughs> with that in mind, uh, my predictions this week, I've got uh, somebody to do them for me, someone who, as I said before, people have been uh, tweeting us, saying how much they enjoyed them on the podcast when they've been on and they want to hear more from them. I've got them to do my predictions for me. And, Is it uh, Michelle from LA Galaxy? It's not, no. Is it Tom Barlow from New York Red Bulls? It's not, no. Put it this way, it was someone. It was very easy for me to get this person to to record this for me. Joseph Martinez? No. Huh. He has got time in his hands at the moment, but no. So find out at the end who, who it is. Okay. Um, hey, Henry. Yeah? Do you fancy a game? Is it the Jason Crisis Right? Let's play the Crisis Right. Henry Hewitt, come on down! <laughs> 
This is a bop. So, <laughs> this is one revisited. When we first did The Crisis Right, okay. we did player salaries, if you remember. We did, yes. Now, uh, there's been some new ones released. The official, like, final 2019 list of salaries has been released. And I thought we'd just have another go at it. I've picked some different players for you. Right, okay. Um, so it's just salaries higher or lower? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start with the Philadelphia Union youngster who has made it into the US men's national team roster, Brendan Aronson. He's had an amazing season. And he is paid just $100,000 for the year. Okay. Brendan Aronson on 100000 higher or lower, Julian Gressel of Atlanta United. He's got to be higher. Only by 33000 Ah. How is he on so little? The guy's been incredible. He has. Hopefully he'll get a new contract. Very, very good. Um, so, Julian Gressel, 133000 Yeah. Higher or lower, Mark Anthony Kay of LAFC. I'm going to go higher... Highland Gressel? Yeah. 177. At the start of the season, you'd be like, wow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's had a very good season, but at the start. Um, okay. Now we're getting down to business. Ready? Rod Fanny of Montreal. <laughs> well, he's gone and come back. As I understand it, because he didn't start the season with them, this is just, like Ola Kamara, this is just for these... Ah, right, okay. ...this section of the season. Well, lower then. Lower than Mark Anthony K at 177. Yeah, yeah. 300,000. What, for what, five games? Mm, Ten well, games. Probably thought they were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> wow, okay. Fair uh, play. Fair play to Fanny. Higher or lower than Fanny? Bush. <laughs> lower. Check a diagram, it's normally the other way around. <laughs> you think Bush is on less than Fanny? Yes. He is, but by 5,000. Ooh. 295,000. But he's for the whole season now. Yeah, exactly. So, sticking with goalkeepers, Tim Howard. Oh, he's on higher. Higher than Bush at 295? Yeah. 2.5 million. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, I guess it is. I was right. <laughs> One thing yeah, I said. you were higher. Uh, so, Tim Howard at Colorado is his teammate, Kai Kamara. On more or less than 2.5 mil? Um, lower. It is lower. 750k. I look at what Orlando paying Dom Dwyer and I'm like, do you know what? Why would you just have Kai Kamara? It, I don't, it winds me up. So, yeah, very good again. Very yes. good. I've done, I, I'm just a master of these games. I think, we need to, I think we need to turn it around. I think I need to uh, be the uh, question master because I'm just too good. All right, well, that gives me less to prepare for next week. <laughs> uh, right, thank you, Henry. Thank you for playing the Crisis Right. Um, you're banned now, because next week it's Elliot Holman. Come on down. Uh, right, so earlier this week, you caught up with one of our MLS UK friends, right? Mm, yeah, uh, James from DC United Kingdom. Now, we heard a little clip from his podcast on the show last week um, uh, of him chatting to Frederick Briant. And uh, actually, I thought, you know what, let's just get him on. Let's just get get the guy on. Let's have a chat because DC United uh, are currently in that race for the top four in the East where they could get yes. a home tie. And there's loads more to talk about, like with Rooney, Acosta, Assad. It's, they're, they're a busy team at the moment. Yeah, there's loads going on. So here's what happened uh, when I bothered James. He was on a nice little um, break from MLS away. I got the feeling that he'd gone away with his wife to the lakes and had said, that's fine, no, no MLS until the weekend. I won't mention it, I won't talk about it, I won't make you suffer it, let's just go and have a nice romantic getaway. And I went, mate, do you want to come on the podcast? He was like, yeah, I'll just um, I'll just check with the wife. But it's all fine, it's all good. Here's what happened when I got up with James from DC United Kingdom. The MLS UK Show. James, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, it's an absolute pleasure to be on. Uh, we hear from you quite a lot actually because um, we, we play a lot of your, your clips of your brilliant interviews that you do with some of the, the DC United players. Uh, so first of all, thank you for being a part of our MLS UK show uh, community and, uh, and thanks for lending us some, uh, some brilliant clips of, uh, of your chats. And especially um, Fred Briant, who uh, we heard from last week, who has hit some real form recently. He has, yeah. He's, well, to be honest, he's been fantastic all season. And just a bit of an unsung hero in my books. Yeah, 100%. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into MLS, first of all, and, and why DC, of course, and uh, and how you've got to where you are now with, with your podcast, which is going extremely well. 
Yeah, so my name is James. I am originally from the northeast. So my connection in terms of football is Millsborough, um, which is kind of the start of my MLS journey, really, because one of our players, um, he joined DC United back in the day. Good old Jaime Moreno, a <laughs> uh, bit of a DC United legend. Um, they love a Moreno at DC. Oh, I'll tell you what, we don't have to. Um, but yeah, he's, that kind of introduced me to the club. Didn't really follow them until, probably until the Freddie Adu days. Mm-hmm. The classic football manager game brought me into <laughs> them properly. So yeah, so it went from there really. Started watching them online when I was at Sixth Form. And now the fact that it's on Sky Sports and other TV channels, it's just become a lot easier. I went to the States last year um for the first time which was absolutely awesome took a couple of days away in dc and uh, went to a game joined up with uh, some of the guys over at screaming eagles um who introduced me to the full united states way of doing sports which mm-hmm. was it's absolutely fantastic it's I amazing mean, they... isn't it it's, it's, it is incredible i think this is this is what kind of seals the deal for so many people it's that that first game experience Oh, absolutely. I mean, the tailgates are absolutely fantastic. So that kind of fully brought me into the whole MLS life. And after listening to you guys doing the podcast, I was like, I've done a podcast in the in the past. And I just wanted to bring DC United to a whole new audience. So obviously the back of Wayne Rooney signing, that kind of just gave me a good platform. The guys at DC United have been fantastic in helping me get players onto the show and everything. And it's just kind of gone from there, really. Yeah, I, I think we have to we have to really echo the fact that it can be extremely difficult when you're here in the UK. I, I know we've experienced this to kind of be noticed by the league and be noticed by uh, the clubs, specifically for you guys who are, who are um, backing specific clubs and creating co- uh, content around one particular club. And DC United have been incredible with you, like almost from the off, like, for a new podcast to be getting, you know, DC United MLS players, not academy players, not rookies, but proper experienced MLS players onto your podcast. I, th- I think um, DC United uh, definitely should be saluted for that. And and obviously uh, you, yourself as well for, for making a success of it. Oh, thank you very much. And again, yeah, thank you to DC United. Every time I've gotten in touch with them, they've always been accommodating. They've always tried the hardest and... I've always responded and they've just been absolutely spot on. Um, James, let's talk DC. I'm looking at the table right yeah. now. Um, it's been a yeah. it's been a good season, I think, all things considered, I think is a fair fair comment when we're talking about issues with Acosta, um, with Rooney's departure, which was a little bit of a, I think it's fair to say, a little bit of a surprise. I think a lot of us thought he was going to end his career at DC United um, or at least in, in MLS. Um, all things considered, fourth place, one point ahead of New York Red Bulls. How are you feeling? Final game this weekend, and then the playoffs begin. Talk me through it. Yeah, so the season overall, we did have that some that summer madness where we just couldn't get a win for love, no money. And it felt like the season was just going to teeter off and we were going to miss out the playoffs. And it just felt like we can, there was no sight of a win. But... That September break that we had was kind of a good reset for us. And I don't know what the heck's happened, but <laughs> we just suddenly just clicked again. And it feels like how we played at the start of the season. We've recorded our first ever um, four consecutive shutouts ever in MLS history for us, which all credit to Bill Hamid and the back four. They've just been absolutely fantastic goal season. Um, long may that continue. The fact that we're one point above the Red Bulls and above them is absolutely brilliant. The game at the weekend against them was a good result for us. It was a fantastic result for us, in fact. Um, Much better than a draw for the Red Bulls. Um, So we've got that fourth place in our own hands. It's for us to lose. Um, It's just that game against Cincy. They've come onto some form recently. And I think that's just down to the fact that they've got nothing to play for. So they've got no mm. pressure. You see it in English soccer where teams have been relegated. They've got nothing. To, and then they suddenly start winning and you're thinking, why didn't they do that all season? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, exactly. And, and I wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, I, I think we've seen a, a little bit of an upturn in Columbus recently as well, as well as Cincinnati. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see it from Montreal, who obviously clinched the Canadian Championship, from uh, Orlando, who now uh, are not in contention. I just think it's it's very much, a high, the playoffs bring such a high pressure. And, and DC have, have thrived through that recently, and it, it's been impressive to see, actually. Yeah, and like I said, the, the four consecutive shutouts, the the three wins on the bounce, which is the first time or the second time that we've done it this season. So, yeah, we've come into form, and the playoffs for me is all about the form and having that momentum going into it. And you don't, I was looking at the table um, and the form guide recently. There's not many teams who've got that good a form compared to ourselves right now. So I'm cautiously optimistic about how far we can go in in the playoffs. I I couldn't agree more. I think uh, it's been it's actually been shocking, especially the race for the seventh place. I know we mentioned it on the podcast last week. Um, you know, the, the, no one wanted it. N- literally, nobody <laughs> wanted that. It, it's been up for grabs for for almost a month, and no one could could clinch it um, because nobody won a game. It's just been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so I think DC certainly, will, uh, you know, on their run of form, a very very strong side going into the playoffs. Now I want to talk to you about Russell Knaus because. Yeah. The season started in March. We've had March, April, May, June, July, August. When you're in contention for the playoffs and you've played all those games, why all of a sudden do you move your central midfielder to right back? And <laughs> why is it such a ridiculous success? <laughs> it's, it's been absolutely crazy. I remember the first game that he was put there and we saw the lineup on um, over on Twitter. Mm. Everyone was like, is this... Is this real? Is this mistake? What the heck? And yeah, it's just been an absolute revelation. He's got the fantastic passing ability, so he can clear the ball away and find a DC United player. He's got that positional sense as well. Um, the first two games, he started to drift in central, which I totally get because he's a central midfielder. But in the last two games, he's just been even better. Um, but he, when he was playing in Germany, he was a right back back then. So he's not unfamiliar with the role, so he knows what he's doing. It's just somehow worked. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Um, as some people know, um, in my role working um, on MLS as, an, as a league analyst is when the team sheets come out to to try and make sense of them and, and lock them into some kind of formation um, as quickly as I possibly can. And that first game, um, I believe it was the Montreal game where DC won 3-0. Yeah. Um, he'd been out injured for a month. He hadn't played for a month um, because of uh, you know he'd taken quite a few uh, distinctive knocks in the uh, in, in the game against Chicago at the end of July. And I remember just seeing the lineup, and I was like, "Well, that's they've got a load of midfielders in. Who's playing? Who's playing right back? Like, what formation is this?" Completely caught me out. I didn't even know he could play right back. Um, so uh, that's that's been interesting to see, and also. I need to talk to you about Ola Kamara because this might be completely irrational, okay? Now, I before I started doing this podcast and before I started actually working um, in, in MLS, I loved watching Ola for, for um, Columbus, obviously moved to LA and then left MLS. And I don't know why. Is my love for Kamara, like, irrational? Is he as good as I believe he is? Because I love Ola Kamara. He's he's been fantastic so far in the few games that he's been able to play. So your love for it for him isn't irrational. I love him. I think he was an absolute steal when you see him on the the really recently released salary. Um, yeah, so cheap. Yeah, yeah, he's been fantastic. Um, it's just a shame he's currently been out with a hamstring injury, but hopefully we can just ease him back in, right, ready for the playoffs. Because I know Rooney, he's currently suspended for the next game, which is a bit of a shame is it could well be his last home game for us. You never know. But Kamara is a ready-made replacement. Banged in a few goals already. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely adore him so far. And I think he'll be absolutely successful with us coming into 2020. Um, James, before you go, um, talk to me about next season. I'll, I, with the with the roster in mind, um, we know the likes of Acosta not going to be around. However, mm. Yamil Assad is is um, rejoining DC, which I think is is great. I love to see players uh, come back. Hence my love for Ola Kamara. Um, yeah. Talk to me about the roster. Who you think uh, definitely needs to stay, 
and yep. um, who maybe could be on their way, and and actually who who you may like to see brought in. Yeah, so there's quite could potentially be quite a few changes for us uh, coming into 2020 because Bill Hamid's loan deal um, is coming to an end. You've got Fred Brillant's uh, contract coming up for renewal. If, as you said, you've got Lucio Costa, who is a bit of a strange one because his contract comes to an end, but there's not been any offers on the table for him. So I don't know whether we could just cheekily go back in for him as well. You've got Leo Hara um, and uh, Lucas Rodriguez. Their loan deals expire at the end of the season. So there could be quite a big change going into 2020, but I would love to see Bill Hamid sign permanently. I'd love to see Rodriguez sign permanently as well. Um, it's great that we've got Yami Lasad coming back. Um, so there's quite a lot that we could do and keep going into 2020. Um, I would like for us to maybe just get another striker coming in uh, because we've got a Lakamara. Uh, Quincy Amariqua's contract also comes to an end. And trying to think who else we could have in there. The only other striker we've really got apart from him is either Gordon Wilde or Griffin Yeo, um, and they're two very inexperienced players, so they're not really ready for prime time just yet. It's like you've forgotten uh, Orlando Sinclair exists. He's surely going to be a starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> just because he's got the name of your team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I apologise for this, because I was just going to let you go, and then I've just remembered yep. one final thing that I want to kind of make a feature on on the podcast in the coming weeks okay. um, with our guests. Now, this is properly putting you on the spot, and I, apolo- <laughs> I apologise. The expansion draft is coming up. Yeah. And uh, teams can protect, is it 11 players or 12 players? 11 uh, players. 11 players from uh, being taken by Inter Miami and Nashville SC. Now, who, as coach of DC United are you, and the front office of DC United, would you be trying to keep? Bearing in mind who's already not going to be there. Um, Steve Bambam would be definitely one of those I'd be protecting. Okay. Strong centre-back. Uh, played pretty much every minute. Yeah. He's been, despite the amount of head injuries he seems to get, he is always there. Um, Russell Canales, definite protection. Yep, your new wing back. Uh, yeah, our new wing back. I mean, I'm I'm loving that. Um, Joseph Mora, he's been Mr. Consistent over at left back. Yep. If Bill Hamid decides to join permanently, definitely. But that's again, that's up for debate. Yep. Whether he stays or not. I can't You've see him playing for anyone else in MLS. So I I feel I'm like he'll not. I feel like he'll be there. Yeah. Um, if Fred Briant decides to extend his stay, definite protection on him as well. Yeah, so that's five. Um, yep. Uh, Ola Kamara, definitely. Yep. Paul Ariola, definite protection on him, but I think he's automatically protected being a DP already. Yes, yep. Um, ooh, who else would I protect? Um, to be honest, I'd actually protect Felipe Martins. Yep. He's Since he's joined us, he's been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he's been there for, what, nine games? Started all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of DC fans do not like him after what happened um, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm absolutely fine with that. He's been absolutely spawned for us so far this season. Uh, Junior Moreno, I've got to protect him because he's a Moreno after all. <laughs> um, That's eight, so you've got three more. Three left, yeah. So DC um, are all right, really, because... Of the yeah. amount, the, because of the players departing, I think actually looking looking at this, um, would you maybe stretch to someone like Boateng? Not bothered. Uh, the only thing that's I've seen good of him in the very little amount of time he's played for us is his speed. Yeah. Um, I if he went, I wouldn't be sorry to miss him. I know that sounds harsh, but if he went, it's not the end of the world. So I, I'm not too bothered about protecting him. Jara. Quint- um, he's currently on loan. Um, if he signed permanently, yeah, I'd protect him. So I'd actually, so actually, I think DC are in quite a strong position with the expansion draft, just because of the players that are going anyway. Um, yeah, anyone who's been a a regular starter um, can fall under the uh, under the protection anyway. So maybe yeah. not a maybe not a disaster. Whereas LAFC definitely going to have some players robbed because <laughs> you can't protect that many people. <laughs> no. Not at all. And I think it's the same with Atlanta as well, because they've got quite a good strong side. Yeah. So, 
they're going to be struggling as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, before you go, uh, tell everyone about your podcast, where they can get it and uh, and how they can get involved. Yeah, so the podcast itself is available on pretty much every single podcast service. All you need to do is just search DC United Kingdom podcast. If you're a DC United fan, um, come and join us over at DC United Kingdom on Twitter. Um, there is a support, a proper supporters group as well. Um, we've got loads of chat going on, um, so join us over there. Um, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram at DC United Kingdom FC. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt. MLS UK show. I think it's huge. I think next season is huge for them. I think when you when you look at the stadium's just been built, they've lost Rooney, they've lost Acosta, Assad's coming back, um, uh, Kamara up top. I think it's huge in terms of where they go now. It is. Because yeah. we're, we're seeing teams uh, turning things around like New England Revolution, making playoffs. I've got... I never imagined in the time I've watched MLS, never imagined that New England Revolution would be on a run like like they are yeah. under, under Arena. DC is massive season for them next year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Philly have always been there or thereabouts with the playoffs, but for them to be pushing Atlanta, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have thought that. And of course, if you're a Toronto fan, Orlando, uh, Miami, whoever it is that you support, their uh, nine chances are. We've got a UK representative of a fan blog or a website or a social account or a podcast uh, under our MLS UK umbrella. So uh, just check the hashtag MLS UK on Twitter. Yeah, we're in the process of changing our website and upgrading it a bit and there'll all be that information yep. on that when it's ready. Uh, right, we need to catch up with some things that have happened in MLS this week. Yes. One. So we're kicking off five things you may have missed in MLS this week with uh, Sporting Kansas City. Now, Sporting Kansas City's uh, affiliate, Swope Park Rangers in USL uh, Championship, they're getting a bit of a change of name. Do you know what they're changing the name to? Uh, SKC2. Yeah. That's, Is it actually? It's actually. Oh, okay. Part. I said that to be funny. <laughs> Um, so it's all part of, of course, SKC. Do you want to do it again? Is <laughs> hey, it SKC2? SKC2 uh, are going to be in the USL Championship. Of course, SKC, after a pretty dire season, which uh, after the two sendings off the other day, uh, summed up their season, actually. But um, yeah, they're, they're obviously looking forward. They're trying to change a few things. This is the first thing. Two. At two, LA Galaxy have been over to Scotland. They've been looking at Rangers striker uh, Morelos, who is... Um, Sorry, who? Morelos. Okay, just checking. Alfredo Morelos. Um, so they've been uh, over to watch him. They watched him when they played Aberdeen. Rangers won 5-0. And uh, Morelos scored his 13th goal of a season already. Wow. Uh, so uh, they've got their eyes on him, which... Um, we, I mean, we always... We always say with uh, UK-based players, if you are in, I don't know, the bottom half of the Championship or League One or League Two or, or the Scottish Premier League, if you can get a chance to go to uh, MLS, mm. live this great life, you know, you might as well. So well, dep- depends where you move to. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, to live in LA from... Uh, I've, I've not been to Glasgow before anyone starts having a pop. But I think uh, LA would probably be a, a lot sunnier, let's say. I've Glasgow. been to Glasgow and I've been to LA. Go to MLS. Three. Now, we need to mention this. This is happening tonight. It's uh, it's not really... Well, it's kind of to do with MLS. So, in the Champions League tonight, Liverpool are playing uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Of course, managed now by Jesse Marsh, mm-hmm. who was the Red Bulls manager last season. And uh, he became, at the start of this uh, Champions League campaign, the first ever US yeah. manager to manage in the Champions League. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great for MLS. And uh, he is playing at Anfield tonight against uh, Jurgen Klopp. And he has said that it's going to be such an honour for him because when he was uh, like a teenager and starting to make his way, you know, starting to, to play football, his team in the US took a trip over to play in a tournament in Liverpool. They got to visit Anfield. They got to watch one of the games. This was like 1990, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he said that he still got the dirt, but he, he went <laughs> right down to the front, grabbed some dirt, put it in his pocket, and he still got it from Anfield so uh, he might he'll be able to update it tonight so, <laughs> I was going to say uh, good luck it's going to be a tall order for him but yeah great for MLS that they've got managers now coming over to Europe four in at four uh, what a season it's been for uh, Mateus Almeida mm. so San Jose Earthquakes boss completely turned things around I called it 
You didn't. <laughs> uh, after the, what was it, 5-0 defeat to LAFC earlier yeah. in the season, you were... I relegated him. Yeah, you you relegated him in a league that doesn't have relegation. Uh, he's turned it around, but now, apparently, uh, the Mexico team, Monterey, uh, they are looking at him to become their next coach. So I'm sure Earthquake fans will be hoping that he stays where he is. Uh, we'll keep our eye on that. That'll be the close season. We'll, uh, we'll be keeping you up to date with that. As it's Thursday, can we just have a TBT to uh, when I was outraged that someone predicted San Jose would finish above Orlando? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... So at the start of the season, we went through the uh, odds, didn't we? The bookies odds on MLS. And you were like, uh, it's because it was Colorado and Orlando bottom yeah. two. And you're like, San Jose won't finish above Orlando. <laughs> um, that just shows the bookies actually do know what they're talking about. Yep. And we're the ones presenting the podcast. <laughs> Five. And finally, uh, a street outside Rio Tinto Stadium was renamed the Raimondo Way uh, before his last game at the stadium um, last Saturday, last Sunday, sorry. And uh, there's a picture with him posing with the street sign. And uh, we had an RSL fan on, on earlier in the season, and, and they love him. They love him at the club, and it was, was going to be such a miss for RSL. They'll start conceding a lot more penalties now, it's got to be said. Uh, but yeah, if, you ever, if you're heading down to Rio Tinto, you can uh, head down Rimando way. Love that. Um, I think we should do uh, re- hashtag Rimando facts on our Twitter this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, for example, I know for a fact that uh, Nick Rimando's first FIFA that he appeared in was FIFA 1932. <laughs> Send, it? send us your Raimondo facts, please. Uh, at MLS UK Show. We'll put some of them on, on Twitter on the weekend. How old is he now? Uh, 100 and, 126. Right, okay. Yeah, it's about time he retired then. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Give me a six. Six? <laughs> oh, it's so dry and horrible. <laughs> I know, I need a drink. Um, New York City, having secured a home berth in the playoffs, may not be playing at Yankee Stadium. I've seen this. So the success of the New York Yankees, or potential success of yeah. the New York Yankees in the uh, whatever it is series that they have, I'm uh, not even going to pretend I understand. It's the World Series. Okay. Uh, no teams in this country was invited. Mm-hmm. Or any other country. Um, so yeah, if they if they continue in whatever they're playing in and they, they don't get knocked out, then they obviously will have use of Yankee Stadium. And both... New York City's uh, playoff rounds could mm. be played at City Field instead. Um, potentially, maybe just the first one, and then the 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 next one could be at Yankee Stadium. But it's all up in the air due to the uh, New York Yankees. Yeah, I um, I saw Andrew, who does UK NYCFC, mm. one of our MLS UK uh, buddies. He's booked a trip to go to NYC to yeah. watch the playoffs and he was saying that obviously you'd prefer it to be at the home ground but it gives him a chance to tick off a new ground that he's been to if, if it's the... at City Field they may as well have just scraped 7th like, there's no home advantage whatsoever that is true yeah <laughs> um, hey Henry give me a 7 there's 7? Inter Miami have confirmed their uh, jersey colours in fact their whole kit colours wow, for okay. their inaugural season in MLS so their home jersey next uh, next year and this is breaking news by the way it's just come in as we're recording um, white shirt with a what's called clear pink so presumably we're talking like the stripes and the Adidas logo and maybe the badge is going to mm. be this clear pink on a white so that's right, going to okay. be a very, very clear... It's going to be in detergent adverts, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very, very clean. Um, white shorts and white socks with that as well. All right. Um, and the away, black shirt with pink, which is going to look nice. I hate to say it, but it's going to look nice. Uh, black shorts, black socks. It's kind of LAFC vibe. It is. Far, it though, is, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, to be fair, it's looking very, very good for Inter Miami. Uh, and the rumours keep coming around the players that are going to be um, playing for David Beckham at into Miami but nothing's we're seeing you know Messi seems far-fetched but we're seeing David Silva there's a lot a lot of rumours going around nothing confirmed yet but of course we'll keep you up to date I tell you what let's do a let's do a very quick eight <laughs> do an eight thing Jamie eight um, I saw this at the weekend Fox Sports reporting that uh, Mandzukic could be on his way to LAFC He's uh, set to reject Man United and go to LAFC. Wow. 
Um, I mean, just imagine that strike force. If he joins, that'd this be frightening. The, how, are they, how are they doing? I swear, do you know, like, over in England, we have this all the time, there's, like, the financial fair play, and teams get done for it for, like, oh, well, in that 12 months, you spent too much, and you had this much on your wage. Like, there's such a strict wage structure in MLS, yet LAFC just <laughs> seem to be able to just sign striker after striker <laughs> after striker after striker, and they're all just happy to sit on the bench. And they've got enough to pay him. It's unreal. Like, yeah. fair play. I'm, I'm, it's pure jealousy. It's incredible. It's yeah. good work. He uh, recently rejected a move to a Qatar team. Uh, and he looks set to uh, maybe join LAFC. Or if Man United can offer a bit more money, he'll go to them. I don't know. Okay. The MLS UK Show. Right. It's decision day. It's the biggest day in MLS regular season. Well, I don't want to overrag it. Not that important, is it? Not for you. But for the rest of the teams, actually, that's a lie, for four teams, plus Toronto and Columbus, who are up for the MLS UK show, unofficial title, it's the biggest day of the season. As I said before, my predictions have not gone well this season. So, to celebrate Decision Day, she's making her return. You know her as the girl that reviews the kits. (laughs) My girlfriend, Poppy, fresh from watching Orlando v New England Revolution a few weeks ago, He's doing my predictions. So it's Poppy versus Elliot. So you failed miserably and are now drafting in help. Yes. Now, bear in mind that uh, she doesn't watch MLS. She knows the little things that I tell her. So she don't know who's top. She don't know who's bottom. Secondly, she can't pronounce some of the names. She did struggle. And thirdly, remember, she didn't know that New England was a place. So this could go... I've not really listened to these yet, so this could be anything. So, shall we start with the first game? Okay, is that Atlanta, New England? It is. Okay, is Poppy going first? Yeah, she can go first. Ladies first. Poppy, you've revealed the kits. Now, show us your predictions. Hey, this is Poppy, and here's my decision day predictions. Um, So, the first one I'm going to predict is the Atlanta United versus New England Revolution. Sorry, can I just stop there? Yeah. That's not Poppy. It is. What's with the posh voice? I know, yeah. she's. I think she's put it on to... Uh, she she's listened, a northerner. Yeah, she's from Yorkshire, if you know Yorkshire. But if you if you, uh, if you you listen to the kit reviews, we listened to it back, me and Poppy, and she was like, oh, I sound like... I don't like the sound of my own voice, so I think she's, she's putting it on. People say I have a radio voice. Right, oh, back to you, Poppy. Hey, this is Poppy, and here's my decision day predictions. Um, so the first one I'm going to predict is the Atlanta United versus New England Revolution. And I'm going to say Atlanta 2, New England 1. Okay. I'm going to go Atlanta 2, New England 0. Next one. Yep. DC versus FC Cincinnati. Okay. Second is DC United versus FC Cincinnati. <laughs> She's oh my god. There. It's going to get worse. Um, okay. I'm going to say it's going to be a 2 all. Um, yeah, two draw. A two draw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she's clearly never seen FC since they play. Uh, I'm going to go DC 3-0. Yeah, I didn't tell her FC Cincinnati. Now record breakers <laughs> for most goals conceded in a season. But they are third in the average attendances this season. So, you know, let's every, look at the positives. Every cloud. Um, FC Dallas versus Sporting Kansas City. Oh, I like Kansas. Is that like off um, Wizard of Oz? Um, really because of that, I'm going to say Dallas 1, Kansas 3. <laughs> Incorrect. Dallas 3, Sporting Kansas City 1. <laughs> okay. Okay, next one is Houston Dynamo versus LA Galaxy. Uh, I'm, I like LA. I've always wanted to go to LA. So we're going to do LA 4, Houston 2. Oh, don't mind that prediction. Like that from Pops. Very good. I'm going to go 3-1 LA Galaxy. LAFC versus Colorado Rapids. i actually been skiing in Colorado. Um, I love Colorado. Uh, they do the best um, cinnamon roll buns. Oh, my God, I would dream for one right now. Um, so <laughs> purely for the cinnamon rolls, I'm going to give uh, Colorado 3 LAFC 1. 
She got distracted by the cinnamon rolls. A away, away win for uh, Colorado there against LAFC. And I think the cinnamon roll she's on about is uh, Cinnabon, so they are actually available all over the, <laughs> the country. But. Okay, I'm going to go LAFC 3, Colorado 0. Next one is Montreal Impact versus New York Red Bulls. Um, so hopefully going to New York next year. So hopefully might catch a New York Red Bulls game. Shan't tell me. Um, so I'm going to say three New York, four Montreal. Oh, high scoring game. Seven goals. I'll have to tell of it. And she's going to New York without you next year. I know, to watch New York, Revel- uh, to watch New York Red Bulls who don't play in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't confuse her even more. Uh, I, I'm going one all. Okay, all right. Next is Orlando City. Get in! Sorry, has to be done. <laughs> yes. Versus Chicago Fire. Uh, I'm going to say, just for Elliot, um, Orlando 2, Chicago 0. See, Poppy's an Orlando fan, uh, huh? I'm, I'm sorry, mate. She do not know what she's talking about. She's an Orlando Predicting fan. an Orlando win. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Big finish to the season. Uh, Philadelphia Union versus New York City FC. Uh, Philadelphia, love that. Love the cheese spread. So, um... For that reason, one all. <laughs> I like how what? I like, she doesn't like cheese spread. Then I, I, I think she's a bit. But I think she's a bit undecided about cheese spread if she thinks it's one one. But this is the thing. This is why I think I might do well because she's looking at it from a complete random. This point. is how you should do MLS predictions, isn't yeah. it? Um, I mean, it's a great get. It's a great game. To be fair, uh, I'm gonna go Philly. Philly 2, New York City 1. Okay. The next one is Portland Timbers versus San Jose Earthquakes. And, oh, yeah, is this the place, Portland Timbers? Is that where you, like, when they score a goal, they, like, saw some wood or something? I swear I've, like, seen that mentioned. Um, I think it's going to be 2-3. So Portland Timbers 2, San Jose Earthquakes 3. I'll give her a credit, mate. She knows her wood. She does. She sure does. And she's put San Jose into the playoffs there. Mm, I'm going Portland home win. Uh, 2-1. I keep looking at you for approval. I don't know why. (laughs) The next is Seattle Sounders versus Minnesota United. And I'm going to say 4-4. Yeah, (laughs) 4-4. I'm going Seattle 3, Minnesota Two. Oh, that's the game to watch then. Yeah, high, to you two. high scoring game according to both of us. Next, Toronto FC versus Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew, are my favourite because they look like buzzy bees. Ah. Um, so come on, Columbus Crew, I'm going to let you win. It's going to be five Columbus Crew, two Toronto. Wow, wow, and they'll become our new MLS unofficial champions. Can you put? A, can you do an accumulator with a quid on all of these? <laughs> For us, please. We'll be able to afford a new house <laughs> if it comes in. <laughs> uh, uh, Toronto, yeah, especially with the uh, Cincinnati score. Uh, Toronto to Columbus nil. And finally. And last but definitely not least is... Just just said that. And last but definitely not least is Vancouver Whitecaps versus Real Salt Lake. I actually tried to go to Salt Lake City once, but they cancelled our uh, connecting flight to Chicago because the snow was so bad. So uh, for that reason, Salt Lake, you can uh, you Do can one. lose today. Vancouver are going to win 3-1. They're, they're not though, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I like how she says you can lose. As yeah. if it's, I'm deciding yes. you can lose. Um, also, real Salt Lake. Love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that the uh, real Salt Lake, as opposed to the fake one, is going to win 2 0 away at BC Place. There we go. So there's our predictions for this week Elliot versus Poppy, who will be back doing the kit reviews next season. You do know if she beats you, though, we're just going to bin you off. <laughs> yeah, just be her every week. Uh, so there we go. So hopefully. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if she gets me the, more points than you, but, uh, yeah, that can claw it back a bit before the playoffs. I think it would just sum MLS up, wouldn't it, to be fair? Yeah. Um, right, before we go, let's revisit our game with the changing name player. Yep. Uh, you think you know it, so I'll just recap it and then I'll let you do the big reveal and hopefully you'll be embarrassingly wrong again like <laughs> last week. Uh, so this player started their career at Chelsea and they were there between 2006 and 2011, but were they really because they were out on loan at QPR and Wolves. Uh, they then moved to Hamburger SV, which uh, stands for Hamburger Sandwich. 
Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. Hamburger sandwich. Hamburger sandwich. Uh, 2011 to 2014, they made 50 appearances before they moved to the Championship to play for Nottingham Forest and then MLS Is in that 2018. true? They, they called hamburger sandwich? No. Oh. Thanks for your enthusiasm, though. <laughs> I was like, what? Why didn't I find that out before? Uh, yeah, moved to MLS in 2018. And... Yeah. In MLS, yeah. he scored his first ever career goal. Really? Had never scored before. Oh, good for, uh, good for him. Scoring for New England Revolution. It is New England Revolution. It's Michael Mancian. It is Michael Mancian. That was one of the easier ones. I think it depends, though. Because I couldn't, I couldn't have told you if when I, I knew he played for Forest, but before I had no idea. Yeah, I think for me, you said Chelsea, then QPR Wolves, and I was like, actually, it might not be. And then when you said he went to Forest, I was like, I know who this is. Yeah, see, I think it depends who you're into and who you follow. Uh, congratulations to you if you got Michael Mancien on today's game with the change in name. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed it, then spread the word. Uh, tell all your mates if they don't like MLS. Tell them to get in the sea. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another MLS UK show, season two, episode 22. Yes, can't wait for that. Um, actually, and it'll all be decided. Actually, what normally podcasts say give us a rating. So, uh, yeah, give us a rating as well. Only if it's good, though. Only if it's good. Rather you didn't bother, if not. <laughs> right, we'll see, you. <laughs> we'll see you in the playoffs. I won't. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.